Thank you for tuning in to Miss Education. My name is Sabrina, and I joined the Miss Ed podcast team in 2018. Growing up in the New York City public school system, my peers and I witnessed firsthand the inequities that impact low-income students. I didn't have a podcast program or a student newspaper at my school. This is the story of so many of our students who attend schools that lack equitable funding and meaningful extracurricular opportunities. So as future leaders and changemakers, we decided to do something about it. On our podcast, we produce investigative reporting and first-person storytelling as we seek solutions to age-old problems. So do you want to support us on this journey? Do you want exclusive behind-the-scenes material and opportunities to engage directly with student reporters? Then join us on Patreon. For just $5 a month, you can become a Miss Education All-Star, helping students like me change the world one episode at a time. Just go to patreon.com slash bellvoices. Hi, everyone. This is Sabrina. Good morning. (laughs) Yes. It is now 6.20. So, um, yeah, uh, just waking up. Um, I went to bed around like three last night because me and my uh, roomies were studying for my stats midterm. So yeah, uh, really glad I didn't press that snooze button like I normally do. Um, So I booked my 655 LIR ticket. Why is Sabrina getting up at six on just three hours of sleep the day of her big stats exam at Stony Brook to catch the Long Island Railroad into the city? Because we have big news to share. Big enough to draw both of us out of podcast hosting retirement to deliver a special episode. I'm Taylor McGraw, Executive Director of The Bell. Sabrina, as all of you longtime listeners will recall, was my co-host for season two of Miss Education back when she was in high school. She's in college now, all grown up, and Sabrina, it's great to see you. Hi, everybody. I'm here. Um, I'm so, so, so grateful um, to be back. This has just been a a, a crazy few years, especially with the pandemic. But, you know, uh, I am now in my senior year of college and I um, have had an amazing experience in spite of everything. And I'm I'm really glad to uh, to be back. So it feels like old times. So back in 2018, Sabrina and I, along with Hoops legend Terrence Freeman, I got the ball, and uh, when I shot, like, it went directly up into the air. Like, it didn't go anywhere. (laughs) Reported a story called Who Gets to Play. So that story featured Bronx students and their athletic director and dean, David Garcia Rosen. Every school should have sports, and that is not the experience of most Black and Latino students in New York City who formed a group in 2014 called NYC Let Em Play to challenge a clear inequity that they saw in New York City public schools. And Sabrina, how would you summarize that inequity? Yeah, so high school students who are white or Asian um, had access on average to twice the number of school sports teams than students who were Black or Latin. Which is just a blatant injustice that's impossible to deny. But I remember David and Shafiu, who was one of the NYC Let Em Play student leaders, featured in our 2018 episode, talking about how they would just get stonewalled every time they tried to get the DOE or the Public School Athletic League, the PSAL, to fix the problem. And of course, it all boiled over at their big protest. 
So once the hearing started, Chancellor Ferenia started talking. This is Shafiu describing a March 2015 education budget hearing at City Hall. We stand up and we started talking and talking, 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 and the security came in, they kicked us out. Mm -hmm. They were even trying to arrest some of us. After that, we all chant civil rights matter. Civil rights matter! Civil rights matter! Civil rights matter! Civil rights matter! The students hold their fists in the air as they're being escorted out of the chambers. The student leaders negotiated and pleaded and protested to no avail. But eventually, they linked up with New York lawyers for the public interest and formed the Fair Play Coalition to figure out next steps. 2018, I was a regular old high school student, and David Garcia, my athletic director at the time, said, like, hey, do you want to join Fair Play? This is Matthew Diaz, who was a student at the Bronx Academy of Letters, where David worked. Matt was already a student leader with Integrate NYC fighting against school segregation. I didn't know what Fair Play Coalition was, but he then started talking about the activism that he used to do with the NYC Let Him Play. And he was kind of telling me like, hey, I think your voice can definitely make some sort of impact in the city. So Matt and several other students along with David, some lawyers and organizers would sit around a conference room table and scheme. We kept brainstorming many different meetings, and we kind of ended at this one suggestion of um, suing the Department of Education. They decide to file a class action lawsuit against the DOE in 2018. Three long, frustrating years go by without much progress. And then, late last year... November 17th, 7.16 p.m., David Garcia rose and texted me. We won. I was like, what do you mean we won? He sent me the article. NYLPI.org, Black and Latinx NYC public high school students win expanded sports team access. The lawyers representing the students reached a settlement with the New York City Department of Education. That's right. The students took on the system, and after years of setbacks and struggle, they won. So Taylor, what exactly were the details of that settlement? Yeah, so there's a few things. First, over the next three years, the DOE's Public School Athletic League, the PSAL, is committing to create 200 new sports teams at schools that currently have only a few sports. They're also going to expand what's called a shared access program that allows nearby high schools to play as a single program. And the way that they're going to decide how all of this works is every year, they're going to issue a student survey that will guide, you know, which sports get added and in which schools. And to be honest, this is basically the solution that David and the Fair Play Coalition have been asking the PSAL to do for years. So shortly after this announcement came out, I texted Sabrina. Yeah, um, Taylor texted me while I was just walking on my campus um, about headed to class. Taylor said, should we call Shafiu and record his reaction for a little Miss Ed bonus EP? And I texted in all caps, is that even a question? Yes, yes, a thousand times yes, this is amazing. 
my name is Shafi Asmanu, and uh, I first got involved with the sport equity fight when I was in high school. It's been almost eight years since he and nine other student leaders from International Community High School worked with David to form NYC Let Him Play. He's graduated from college, has a job now, but he remembers his high school activism clearly. So first, what we wanted to do was just try to negotiate the DOE, you know, go the easy way for them to give us back the support that we deserve. Even though Chancellor Ferenia promised the next school year that we will have the support that we need, we still did not get the support that we deserve. That was the first time I really learned that words are really cheap. <laughs> Even though most of us believe that this was the right thing to do, there was also a little voice inside of us telling us that, you know, you guys are doing the wrong thing, being kicked out of City Hall for fighting for our rights. A lot of people were scared that they might be arrested. Perseverance is, you know, is always important in this type of fight. We knew that no matter how long it takes, ultimately we were going to be successful. All this hard work finally paid off. I really don't know what to say other than, you know, we did it. So the preliminary settlement that was announced in November still had to be approved by a judge, which brings us to this past Wednesday, March 9th, and a sleepy Sabrina on a rickety LIR train barreling toward the city for an important court date. The way I ran to catch this train. (laughs) Holy man. Sleet pummels umbrellas on the steps outside of the Supreme Civil Court building in Lower Manhattan. Inside, a judge will decide if the settlement that Fair Play's legal team has reached with the DOE is fair. Sabrina, audio recorder in tow, meets up with Renika Jack, another miseducation student reporter who was there on the scene and who you'll be hearing a lot more from in the months ahead. Uh, The two of them join David Garcia Rosen, students from Fair Play, and their lawyers from NYLPI, NILPI, great acronym, in the gallery of a small fifth floor courtroom. We are appearing before the court today to request final approval of this class action settlement. As the court will recall, the settlement seeks to resolve class action discrimination lawsuits brought under the New York City Human Rights Law and remedy the unequal access to public school athletic league sports teams faced by Black and Latinx students in New York City's public school system. Okay, so with that, thank you everyone for signing in person. Okay, hi guys, my name is Renika Jack and I'm here with Shirley Sambor. Okay, Charlize, uh, you spoke in the court case just now. How do you feel about that? Um, I feel good about it because it made me feel like I was heard as a student. Just knowing that other, I'm able to be like an advocate for other students is actually really exciting. 
So I'm here with Jenny Velos. I'm the lead, kind of like adult organizer of Fair Play, which is just a bunch of youth advocates, adult allies who pretty much fight for equal access to sports for all Black and Latinx public high school students. Yeah, so uh, how do you feel about today? Oh, today was great. This is such a huge moment. This has been like years in the making. I want to thank all New York City high school students who saw this as an issue and who were like, yo, this isn't right. <laughs> and we need to do something about it. And they did something about it. And this is kind of like the culmination of them doing something about it. We need to make sure that DOE and the PSAL are doing what they're supposed to be doing and that they keep doing what they're supposed to be doing and kind of like hold them accountable for it. So Fair Play is going to keep going. Hello, Miss Education Podcast. It's Renika, and I'm here with Sabrina today, guys. Yeah, Renika. Um, did not expect it to be snowing. It's March 9th. Um, I guess I want it to be spring so bad, but the quote-unquote bad weather that's outside couldn't compare it to the light and you know everything that went on inside. Um, hearing the testimonies of the students, of you know the activists, the Fair Play Coalition leaders. Yeah, definitely. I mean, for me, if we're talking. I haven't been following this as long as you have. But as an athlete, can I ask you, how do you feel about this case? I mean, especially growing up in another country. I mean, back home, it was never a problem as to who gets to play sports. I mean, as long as you're good at it, you get to play. So coming here and seeing the challenges that Black and Latinx kids were facing when it came to sports and playing and doing something that they love, it kind of broke my heart. My school, the only sports that we had were track, basketball, and volleyball. And they kept denying us, you know, when our school uh, applied. So I felt like that was certainly unfair. And I'm so glad that we're finally taking a step forward. I'm so glad to everyone at the lawyer's office. And I'm really glad that Miss Education is covering this. So yeah, I guess that's my take. So, so well said, Renika. Um, and I'm, I'm really glad uh, to our miseducation audience. We're, we're keeping on the fight and we'll be covering um, as many issues as we possibly can in New York. So. Yeah, definitely. And we will also continue to cover this with updates that we have. And we just are so glad that we could have this today. And we want to thank you guys for listening. Lunchtime now. So. <laughs> this is Sabrina and I'm here with Renika. And Taylor. And we are having uh, atomic wings. Taylor has uh, the medium spice level. Um, Renika has garlic parmesan, and I'm having mango habanero. And right now, Taylor's dying. I'm getting whooped right here. Taylor's getting whooped. I'm getting whooped. <laughs> the wings are good. Mm-hmm. All right, over and out. And with that, Credits time? Credits time. I'm oh, sorry, Taylor, it's because I <laughs> Okay, blooper. <laughs> okay. Miseducation is a program of the bell. Our work is made possible in part by listeners like you. To check us out and to donate, go to bellvoices.org. Big thanks to our supporters, including the Summerfield Foundation, the Pinkerton Foundation, and FJC. You can follow Miss Education on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Education Pod. We've got a lot of exciting new content in store for you this spring, so stay tuned. 
This is Sabrina DeKenny signing off.